We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Daniel is already commenting about me being orange because we were having a discussion trying to figure out before we went live if I was in fact orange. Um, I hope I'm not orange, but you guys can let me know. I know D- Daniel says he's going to be disappointed if I'm not, but I can't tell. Kind of look orange. Uh, you're an oop. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, Mac. Mac, how are you doing? You were in Vegas last night. I was. Yes, I was. I made it back alive. I flew back early this morning. Um, I almost died uh, from pure exhaustion, but uh, the vibes are high. Not alcohol poisoning, just no, exhaustion. No, 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 no. My brother turned 21, and we were also celebrating wow. his graduation from flight school. So Vegas wow. was a time and a half. Like commercial flight school or like military flight school? Commercial flight school. Okay. Yeah, he's not going into the military. <laughs> he doesn't have enough discipline for that. <laughs> Big difference. <laughs> um, well, uh, we are going to be cheersing to the weekend with our Four Peaks beers. I am drinking the Joy Bus Wowie, one of my favorites. Cheerson has the hazy IPA, the most. Oh, I drink really. I mean, I like them all, but like my, it's just like you can't. I don't stray from my go tos often in life, and yeah. like the hazy IPA is like my guaranteed. That'll hit the spot. It is elite. We are super excited for our partnership with Four Peaks Brewery. They are an Arizona-based brewery here in Tempe in Arizona, and they make the best beer, which, by the way, if you haven't already or if you don't know, we're going to be having a watch draft watch party, NHL draft watch party live at the Four Peaks Brewery in Tempe off of 8th Street on July 7th at 4 o'clock. You can RSVP by going to our events tab on gophnx.com or if you go to either our uh, 
PHNX underscore sports or PHNX underscore Coyotes Twitter pages. You can get your tickets there as well. We hope you come see us and hang out with us. It's our first event at Four Peaks, and we are super excited for that. They've got all the Four Peaks you can drink there, so make sure you come out. But if you are (laughs) drinking... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's very important that Four Peaks has Four Peaks beer there. Uh, But if you are drinking, as always... You must be 21 and over, and please drink responsibly. All right. We're going to get through this, Michaela. We're going to get through this. I know this. you had a long night. We're going to get through it. All right. It's going to be great. I'm still alive. <laughs> First up, our Did You See This segment, the segment where we take a look at things that made us say, did you see this over the interwebs over the week? So first up, man, apparently we are late to the freaking party, which is weird because not that I'm like Miss uh, Keep track of everyone else's lives or anything, but I certainly <laughs> thought that I was going to hear about the Devin Booker Kevin Jenner breakup a lot earlier. Last night was when I found out, and apparently, like it's been a thing for like a week. Yeah, it has been a week. It's been a, a while actually since this news broke. Um, there were rumblings, but like nothing was really confirmed. And then I guess she took to Instagram to post uh, a bunch of pictures, and there was another guy with her at dinner one of her Instagram what? pictures. And um, as we all She's know, not, like, dating somebody already. They just like broke up. Yeah. But like, I gotta look this up. Uh, it's actually, a little sketchy. Actually, I- what's funny is two days ago, I was on a hike with a couple of girlfriends. And one of the like one of my friends was like, um, hey, did Devin Booker and Kendall Jenner break up? And I was like, I don't think so. She's like, really? Because he's been posting a lot lately on Instagram. And I was like, no, had no idea this was even a thing. And like, just was like, no, they didn't break up. Totally was a thing. She's spot on. You always know when... Someone's going through a breakup if they're a guy, especially because all of a sudden they become more active on their Instagram account when they were just like silent for like however long you were in a relationship for. So Devin Booker was all over Instagram. And as we all know, in the Valley, we closely monitor our athlete social media accounts here in Arizona. So super sad for them. I actually really like them. That was like the one Kardashian slash Jenner couple that I like stan I loved Kendall and I, I love Kendall and I obviously love Devin I thought they were such a cute couple yeah, and just, they would have had the can you imagine their babies <gasps> their babies would have been beautiful would have oh looked my like god me. what I what said their babies would have looked like me oh um, yeah I yeah. think you might actually be onto something no I think you'd be a little too generous <laughs> I'm just kidding, Sean. Sean a little too generous to the hypothetical baby we're talking about. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Leave and not be our producer for the rest of the show. I would understand. No, that wouldn't be fair to you. I'm doing this for you, not her. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's see how it is. Um, but yeah, I'm super sad they broke up. I love them together. So, D book. I'm sorry I, you're going through it, my guy. I wonder if um, because they have that new show on Hulu. I wonder if next season is going to have him in it. Um, I don't know. They did. They he wasn't in this. I watched the whole season because I'm. Yeah, I did too. No, I actually I don't do reality TV. I do do the Kardashians. Yes, I'm obsessed with that family for some strange reason. We all are. Um, and he wasn't on this season, but Chris was talking about to Kendall about it's time for her to get married and have babies, and yeah. she wanted to die. So maybe the pressure from her mom made it a little bit awkward, and she was like, you know what, I'm not ready for this, and yeah. was like, I. I don't know. Time to be done. I don't know. I have no (laughs) idea what's going on over there. But anyway, I'm sad to see it happen. Devin Booker is officially the most eligible bachelor in the state of Arizona. So I'm sure that he will have um, no issues moving on. As neither will Kendall. So Yeah, Kendall is a supermodel. She's fine. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Other things that made us say, did you see this? Uh, Mac, did you see CP3 talking 
crap about Mikhail, which is like his favorite thing to do, and I love it. Um, over at that celebrity softball game for JaVale McGee. Yeah, their relationship is hilarious. CP3 just like needles and pokes at Mikhail whenever he can. I love it. And it's so funny. I think they, to me, they have like a big brother, little brother like dynamic that I love. Um, and it's so funny whenever they get a chance to like make fun of each other. They always take it. Classic. We, have, a cli- we have the clip, right? Yeah. You know what? My game plan every time I stepped up to the plate was to hit it at Mikhail Bridges. <laughs> Real talk. Kel was just the weakest link out there, you know what I mean? So every time I stepped up, I looked out, saw where Kel was, and I knew if I hit it where he was, I had a chance. Sometimes it's hard to be. People love to hear that he told us that he thought he was the best athlete here. Yeah, that sounds like a Mikael Bridges <laughs> statement. You know, I think he thinks because the Diamondbacks had to have a Mikael Bridges day that it was going to translate to his game, but it obviously didn't. Not at all. Kel was trash. <laughs> Also, thanks to Cameron Cox over at 12 News um, for that video. But it's my favorite part of sports. Like, they make it so fun. And I I think, like, Mikhail, we... For some reason, he always ends up on our show. We obviously are huge fans of his. But the thing is, is he gives us the content to talk about like that. He's doing it right. Yeah. Mikhail is a content machine. He's also a meme generator, um, a funny face king. So, Mikhail, if you ever want to come on our show, you're practically a part of it every week. Anyways, we would absolutely <laughs> love that. Um, but no, that he's was like, awesome. He's like an honorary member and has no idea. Yeah. Just because we talk about him that much. It seems like he's just on the show. He's not, though. Uh, I love it. Mikhail, we love you. But that's such a the the relationship that him and CP3 have are so funny. And it's so great to see them interact with each other, like outside of like a traditional basketball setting. And um, the the celebrity softball tournament was obviously awesome. But it was (laughs) the content that came out of that was hilarious. There was a ton of stuff. First off, Devin Booker had a really impressive first pitch that he threw out. Yeah, he, um, totally a strike, by the way. Like, yeah, I mean, it was very placed. Like, he was like, I can't throw a crazy ball here, so I'm just going to just be- have a very careful, just let's, yeah. I mean, it, it was a, a good strike. pitch. It's a good pitch. I mean, honestly, not. it's rare that you get a really good first pitch, but uh, he did good. He also, there was a video, I think that our son's account posted, it was probably Gerald that got the content, but it was um, Devin Booker, like basically sending Chris Paul home, who was the MVP of the softball game. Uh, but basically like, um, you know, telling him to go home. And it was a funny joke about like him coaching because Monty Williams said he doesn't have, never he be does a coach. not have yeah. what it takes <laughs> to be a coach. Uh, like just really, really, really great content. Also, Unrelated to the Suns, but related to that charity softball game, was the fact that we heard from DeAndre Hopkins for the first time since he got that suspension. Uh, I've been good. I've been good. Uh, recovering, healing. Unfortunately, you know, I got to uh, miss six games. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. But, uh, you know, the team will be ready, and uh, I'll be ready when, I, uh, you know, when I'm up. You know, we're, we're still, uh, you know, doing some, some research right now. Um, you know, so hopefully, you know, before the season starts, you know, maybe we can get the games down a little bit. But, no, nah, that wasn't on me. Uh, you know, I'm... I'm a natural, um, pretty much a naturopathic kind of person, man. Uh, you know, and what it was, it was called Osterin, uh, and it was 0.1% of it found in my system, uh, which is, you know, uh, if you know what that is, you know, it's, it's contamination, not something directly taken. Uh, so, um, you know, I don't take any supplements. 
Uh, I've never taken supplements. Uh, I don't. I barely take vitamins. You know, so uh, for something like that to happen to uh, you know to me, obviously, you know, I was shocked. But you know, my team and I, we're still you know trying to you know figure out what's going on. Uh, I'm a competitor, so you know, anytime I'm not on the field, you know, for me, it's frustrating. Uh, but it, you know, that's that's it's the NFL, next man up. So uh, you know, I, I have no doubt in those guys that you know to win those six games until I'm you know I'm ready. Uh, yeah, I'll be ready by training camp. I have like 20 takeaways from that. Oh boy, let's hear him. Well, first off, <laughs> I mean, like, where do I even begin? First off, I think it's interesting that he was willing to talk at the charity softball game, but not um, out at OTAs. Very so, strange. I- interesting. But I like, hey, like, good for him for showing up to that charity event, like, still getting out into the community and not shying away from the fact that obviously if he's there, people are going to want to talk to him. So I'm going to give him props for that. Um, okay, let's see what else. How about the fact that he says he doesn't even take supplements? Well, what was the con- quoted con- like contamination then? What like your cereal? Like it was a supplement that you were taking, so I don't I don't know as if I would go as far as to say I don't take supplements. I think he he think he meant I w- I don't take performance enhancing supplements. Okay, all right. There's like a di- well, he was like I don't even take vitamin. I don't even really take vitamins. I think he was trying to say like I don't take anything. But anyway, um, that was interesting. And then the other thing is is it, if that's true, like if why does the NFL have a rule where something that could be considered just contamination, like zero point one percent? I'm not a scientist. Like I don't really even know what that means. <laughs> not a doctor. It's sound. Not not a doctor. Not a physician. <laughs> not a veterinarian. Couldn't tell you I'm- anything about science. I don't know if the moon is real or not. <laughs> um, but um, I feel like that's a very small percentage. And if that's true, like. Why would the NFL have that harsh of a rule? If I don't that's know. True. Yeah, it seems ridiculous to me. If that's really the case and that's what happened, which if that's what D-Hop says happened, then I guess we have to take that at face value. I, it's bizarre to me that the NFL would rule with such like a strict hand on that. Like, th- why? Like, it's barely like barely popped in your system. I just don't I don't understand that at all. And I think it's way too harsh. Six game suspension is crazy crazy um and i think it really is going to impact i mean obviously i know the cardinals have hollywood now but i think it's really going to impact the cardinals not having d hop on the field for that first six games because look at what it was like when he was injured last season and how they finished the season so well, he kind of also said that he would i kind of got gathered that like he and his team are still like looking into it and like m- might be trying to like fight it or something still i don't know what the deal is but it's interesting that he is taking the stance of like it wasn't on me. It was purely contamination. Like without saying like this is BS, he's basically said it. So I don't know. Like, do you believe like now, Michaela? Let me ask you this. Oh boy! <laughs> if you took something that was like, meh, probably shouldn't be taking this. Think I could still get away with it? In my, I don't think I'm like breaking breaking the rules. Anyway, whatever the case is, but you ended up getting caught with having a tiny trace of something in your system and getting suspended. Would you take the route of saying it was contamination, it wasn't me, and never take ownership of that and just say, like, it wasn't on me, I don't know? Or if you got caught with 0.1%, would you say, yeah, I was taking stuff? That's a question and a half. I don't know. That's tough because, like, I don't know, like, if the supplement was given to me like by like a dietitian and like they just weren't aware of the league rules like i don't there's so many factors that go into that but like if i like knowingly did it i feel like i would have to take accountability for it like see if- what i'm saying is if how many people even if you did it are truly going to take accountability especially if the percentage is is so small that you could easily say it was just contamination yeah like 
he even if he did is what I'm saying, because like we're never going to know. Right. Like even if he did take something that had a little bit of this, this drug and he knew he knowingly took that and just didn't think it was enough to really uh, like he was really going to get caught or like whatever. Like even if he did knowingly take it, the fact that it was like only 0.1 percent gives him the freedom to be able to say wasn't me. That was contamination. And honestly, like uh, it would be really hard to not take that take that side and just say like it wasn't me because like a lot of people are pissed off at him about it yeah you know like including like your freaking employer right like you got a six game suspension you're getting paid a lot of money don't uh, don't forget the fact that he negotiated that enormous contract for himself and then you know gets injured and then also the following season gets a six game suspension so with all of that pressure i'll tell you right now with all of the pressure that that brings because now you really screwed up and hurt the team I, w- I don't think that I would, and it was only 0.1%. I think I would say, even if I did do it knowingly, I'd be like, it wasn't me, it was contamination. Yeah. Because that's a agree. lot of pressure. Yeah, so much pressure. I can only imagine, like, how, I don't know, awkward it must feel for him knowing how, like, up- I'm sure how upset the front office is with that because, again, he couldn't play the last half, not the last half, but the last couple of games of the last season. He suspended for six games this season, like, obviously the injury totally not his fault very understandable injuries happen in the league but now you're facing another six games without d hop and oh god like i would feel like ashamed like i would be like tucking tail going into like the practice facility or anything cardinals related i'd be like how do you look your teammates in the face after that it's like come on be like don't be like stupid like that you hurt us with your decision so i totally i i I would like it doesn't even i would hope that it, it like by me saying this isn't like a knock on my character but i'm just saying like that's not something I think I'd be willing to take on because nope. that tarnishes your reputation, all the things. Yep. For that percentage, I would be like, I had no idea. But obviously, we don't know. I mean, I, if you want to take him for his word, then like he didn't know. And I think uh, so. a lot of people in the chat are bringing up uh, good points here. Josh saying, so the NFL can do something about that, but nothing about the owner of the Washington football team. Touche. <sighs> yeah. uh, Charles Woodall Pike, the NFL's priorities are eh. Touche. Nicholas, <laughs> six games for this small 0.1% contamination, yet Deshaun Watson still hasn't been suspended. The NFL is yikes. So when you compare agree, agree, agree. what's going on elsewhere outside of Arizona to a 0.1% contamination, it does make you scratch your head. Yep, 100%. I agree with all three of those points that were made. And uh, if I could explain to you why the league does what the league does, I think I would be commissioner <laughs> because <laughs> finally something would make some damn sense around here. So... I uh, it's so frustrating, especially when you take a look around the league and like what else is going on in the, in this space. And you're just like, seriously, like what what are we doing here? But um, there have been many decisions made regarding rules and laws that are extremely disagreeable. And I will just leave it leave it at that. Uh, anyway, though, thank you for thank you to DeAndre Hopkins for speaking to the media. It just allows fans, I think, to feel like they know something and it's not just hush hush and he hasn't spoken in this and that whatever so everybody appreciates it the fact that he spoke out um and the fact that he still went to a charity game and was involved in that and didn't shy away i think he was doing some other charity work as well like yeah for his own stuff this week um so props to d hop for you know still having the courage to like get out and about even though a lot of people have their own thoughts about what went 
went went on and um you know what kind of a teammate he is and whether he you know screwed up or like whatever so props to Hop. all right did you see sham sharania's tweet about the kevin durant kyrie irving situation Ooh, i sure did so he says uh sources kevin durant is monitoring the brooklyn nets situation and considering options with his future this now opens the path for kyrie irving to proceed on finding a new home via opt-in and trade so uh obviously i think if you're listening to the show right now you understand why it matters to us here in phoenix a lot of us are rooting for kevin durant to phoenix and um we've been following this for several weeks now i will say uh shams did tweet that shams i think it's shams um I, I hate butchering people's names because mine, <laughs> mine gets butchered more than freaking anybody's. Uh, so Shams did tweet that. But Kevin Durant has his own podcast and he went on his podcast and basically said like I he said, quote, it's something that's so much out of my control, meaning Kyrie's situation yeah. that I don't want to be a part of it. And we'll see what happens. And basically said like he doesn't have any involvement in what's going on with Kyrie. Um, So he sort of like removed himself a little more from that situation um, than what that, like than what Shams's tweet said, but it's still interesting. It is interesting. I mean, a lot, not a lot. Well, more than I was expecting has kind of come out of this situation before. I feel like we were just like purely like, shot in the dark hoping and dreaming that maybe this would be a possibility and like all these dominoes were going to fall and then possibly possibly something could be done to get katie to phoenix but more information came out that you know Kyrie really isn't happy with the nets right now he uh has a list of teams that he would consider a deal that would he would approve a deal to when was the last time Kyrie irving was happy. I don't know. The day he won a championship. The day he was born. I don't know. <laughs> Kyrie is miserable everywhere Kyrie goes. But the the list included the Lakers, the Clippers, the Knicks, the Heat, the Mavs, and the 76ers. So obviously he doesn't want to come here to Phoenix, which pff, fine, whatever. Um, I'm actually honestly okay with that. But because this situation has kind of evolved to this point where now information is coming out about, you know, Kyrie maybe wanting to go somewhere else. Now we have a, a solid list of teams of places that he would want to go. KD is probably looking at that and is like, oh, well, if Kyrie's not coming back, like you can bet your bottom dollar I'm not wanting to come back either. And obviously, you know, with Katie monitoring the situation, you could read into that however you want to read into that. But it kind of just like gives me a little bit of hope that maybe, maybe, I mean, maybe I have more hope now than I did before about this entire Katie to Phoenix situation. And it feels like instead of like grasping at straws, I'm like grasping like tangible like straws. So question, (laughs) obviously, neither of you are huge fans of Kyrie Irving. Um, but Kevin Durant obviously has a good relationship with him. Otherwise, he wouldn't be leaving just because Kyrie's leaving. If it meant getting KD in Phoenix, would you also take Kyrie Irving on the Suns? Also knowing that Chris Paul may or may not be in his last year, but regardless is old and did not play very well at the end of the playoffs. Are we leaving like what it would do, like like the monetary, like what it would take to take on his contract and who we would have to get rid of or or is that being thrown out the window throw that out the window i mean i guess you would probably like you would get rid of chris paul i guess because you're getting another point guard um but i was gonna say because like we i could really dissect that and it's like no and harpy but it's also gonna i'm also gonna say so just for having his pure presence here i mean also part of the kd thing would probably be getting rid of deandre ayton so say you have to give up deandre ayton 
but you get Kyrie Irving and KD. Oh, God. I don't know how to answer that. I'm saying yes in a heartbeat because I think having Kyrie for half of the season is better than Chris Paul. So. Oh, I feel like that's a little bit of a hot take. I don't know. I just really, I don't like Kyrie. Like, obviously, I don't know him as the human being, and I'm sure, like, maybe he's fine. But uh, he's a flat earther, right? He's the flat earther. Um, uh, he said that, but I think he has since come back on that. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. He just, like, I feel like he just, like, burns down every team that he plays for and then eventually leaves. And it's just, like, I like the Suns are, like, my, like, happiest place. And I don't know if I, I want my happy place Well, and they down. have such a good, like, vibe. Vibe, yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel like, first off, if you are a flat earther, I couldn't <laughs> care less. But I do care less. But I do care about like if you're going to be pissed off and upset and throwing a tantrum and wanting out and wanting more playing time and wanting more of this and whatever, and it just causing and stirring issues. Up. Yeah. And so I, I just feel like he's one of those guys where it's just like anywhere he goes, even right after he won a championship in Cleveland, it was like, he didn't want to play with LeBron because he wanted to be like the guy and supposedly they're good now. And supposedly LeBron wants him to come to join him on the Lakers and like whatever, but it just he's a guy that seems like he's never happy anywhere he goes. Okay, real quick, the Kyrie thing about him not wanting wanting to be the guy, you could argue that that's exactly what DeAndre Ayton is doing right now, and I feel like a lot of valid people want DeAndre Ayton back. Obviously, everything that's gone on in Brooklyn has been interesting, but that's kind of been a mess in its own. You're saying DeAndre Ayton doesn't want to play here in Phoenix because Devin Booker and Chris Paul are more are bigger. Like, well, I mean, that seems like it's part of it. No, like he's not necessarily happy with his role. Um, And I think if he gets paid, he get he's he'll be fine. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I like I'm I hate the super team philosophy. Obviously, I've said this before, and I think it's not working well for the Lakers, clearly. So I'm always hesitant about like, oh, we're going to be the next super team. Uh, But I do think that like in order to especially watching the finals this year, if the Suns are going to compete with the Golden State in the West, they have to do something big because I don't like in my heart of hearts. I don't think the team that we have now can beat Golden State in a best of seven series in the finals uh, or in the the playoffs. So if adding Kyrie and KD, like if I have to get KD, if getting KD means we have to get Kyrie, I think then I'm more apt to do it because I think that's the only way we can compete with Golden State in the West. Is that bad? I also think Monty as a coach for Kyrie would be a better situation than Kyrie has ever been in. Like I think Monty could be, I think Monty could keep, Kyrie relatively close to the the flat earth that he thinks he's on. <laughs> Not the flat earth. Oh no. I think that <laughs> if there is a coach that can put players in their place and give them a different perspective, it's definitely Monty Williams. But I never felt like when you it was the the big three that they had in Brooklyn, like those are three mm. orig- the original big three that they they never ended up playing together, right? They I played a so. total of sixteen games together, I think. Sixteen games. Yeah. I was like, how did you pick like three of the most polarizing players, literally, and think that that was going to work out for you? Because it was Kyrie, Katie, and Harden, right? That was yeah. like their big three. But even if you take two of them, and yeah. I understand that they're friends, but even if you take two of them, like, do you is that good? Is that ever going to work out? It didn't work out in Brooklyn. 
So Yeah, I think the Brooklyn thing, though, you also have to remember is they had Steve Nash as their coach, which as much as the Valley loves him, he had never coached before and is not a good NBA head coach. Um, and like there was a lot of injuries, so they didn't really get much of a chance to play together. That's mainly why they only played 16 games together. Yeah, I'm not saying that they didn't really play together because they were like toxic to each other. I'm not, but just regardless, it still like just didn't work out for them anyway. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I at first, like my first reaction is I would not want that. There's a part of me that could be convinced that it would be a good thing. But I mean, look at yeah. what we just saw with the um, with the charity game. Like look at the personalities and the chemistry and all the great things about that locker room. Um, Kevin Durant, people have believe he's like a diva and can be, you know, a certain way and whatever. I feel like KD though, in this situation who has a relationship, um, you know, with Monty, et cetera, like would be great with just himself. I think the Kyrie thing makes it like, Ugh. oh my gosh, yeah. do you really want that? I do feel for, for Kyrie a little bit. I'll just say this. I feel like he is a little bit misunderstood. Um, so I will give him that. That's fair. But when you've when you're consistently unhappy, though, that's just always that's uh, like at, at some flag. point you got to say like, dude, like, can you just be happy somewhere? Yeah. You know, like <laughs> figure it out, man. Is the problem every. <laughs> every team you're on or the coach or your teammates or the city or whatever, or nah, is it a little bit you? So that's kind of how I feel about it. You could definitely convince me if that was like in the cards, which it's not, this is purely hypothetical. Um, you could probably convince me that to take that. But my first like gut reaction is like, we don't need Kyrie here. Yeah, I agree. hundred um, percent. Okay. <clears throat> got away from the rundown okay <laughs> oh my gosh the <laughs> uh i feel bad i i actually minorly looked into this uh like as a follow-up just to make sure that nobody was seriously injured but did you see there was some reality show that was being filmed <laughs> and okay so this tweet from an abc 15 reporter uh up to 15 women being rescued from camelback mountain for heat related illness the group was on a retreat filming a reality TV series called Bad Girls Gone Gone. <laughs> so this happened yesterday. I'm sorry. What, what is, is the name of the <laughs> Bad Girls Gone Gone? I think we need to take a moment. <laughs> Who came up with this? I like, know, I'm Googling it right now. What in the world? I, I don't just... think it's a show yet. Well, I hope it doesn't become. Well, I don't think it can become one. Their reality stars are in the hospital recovering from heat stroke. <laughs> I just can't. Like, what the? Heck? Who would come up with "Bad Girls Gone God"? I just, I have so many questions. Uh, I have a lot of questions, actually. Why are you out in Arizona in June, the middle of summer, the middle of the day, hiking? Camelback Mountain with no water. The rescuer said that they didn't have any water on them. I'm sorry. Are you okay? Like common sense would dictate that um, if you're going to go hiking in Arizona in the middle of June when it's 100 plus degrees outside, you would bring some water with you uh, or you just would wait for it not to be that hot and go in the morning or at night. Do we need to like further just I mean, how many times do we need to like scream this out? I'm assuming that they're not from here. They're, they can't be. Okay. 
It is the desert. There is a reason we are known for the freaking heat. It gets up to like 120 degrees here. It's the summertime. Should you be hiking in the middle of the day? <laughs> Absolutely not. Ever. Never. Don't do it. Don't so, do it. I don't know what you thought when you heard this, but I was thinking it was a bunch of like young 20 some girls or something like that um, included in the rescue was a 50 year old woman and a 42 year old woman. Um, they were not. I don't think they were from here because they said, oh, yeah, it says most of the hikers were from out of state and in Phoenix as part of a women's retreat. Um, and then they said that they had no idea that this was one of Phoenix's hardest trails going into it. So, yeah, they clearly were not prepared. Um, it was part. Of, it seems like it was a part of like a religious retreat. Um, they one of no, them. It's a re- religious reality TV show. Yeah. But they said that um, when we get together, we praise, we worship, we do different activities that not only test our physical, but our spiritual capabilities as well. That was one of the, the women. Sisters. <laughs> my sisters in Christ, <laughs> what are we doing why just so many bad decisions i just don't know how nobody was like out of that entire group of 15 was like um maybe this isn't a good idea like how did nobody say this anything is actually even a, are we all just getting uh what what is it like punked or something i i, mean, I feel I like find Ash, any Ash, evidence Ashton, that this Ashton is Ashton actually Ashton? a tv show well it probably is like in its pilot phase where they like go and record a bunch of stuff and so, like, I don't know. But I, I do feel like Ashton Kutcher is about to jump out and say, you just got punked or whatever it was from that TV show. Oh, I feel like I'm a little too young to remember that. that. For the record, no, I know what you're talking about. Um, But for really? the record, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, of course. Um, All of the women are okay. They obviously went to the hospital, but they're in stable um, Good. That's condition. what I thought. I, 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 like, skimmed over an article today that I think everyone is fine, which is, I was like, I'm not going to, like, if there was somebody in, like, critical condition right now, yeah, well, I'm I would gonna, feel like, so make bad. fun of it. But they were all fine. It was just, like how stupid can you be and also i is this like do we all need to watch the show now oh a hundred percent i think that needs to. to be a reoccurring whatever the show <laughs> drops we need to watch it watch it every week and then talk about it on on the TPSD, show on friday yeah, yeah. just have like a five minute uh bad girls gone god segment yes. i'm so down sign yes, me up uh charles Woodall pike saying play stupid games win stupid prizes exactly. that's one of my favorite sayings in the entire world wait, wait what is it play stupid games win stupid prizes what is that it's like it's just like a saying like, like if you if you make dumb choices like what do you think is gonna happen like you're gonna get oh i've never heard that dumb co- really you never heard that before yeah. Already, uh, I have to address Daniel's <laughs> comment. I don't think that forty-two is necessarily old, but I thought that that the women that were on this retreat were like <laughs> half the age of forty-two. I thought they were a bunch of like college age, like you know your normal reality show, like TV age. stars, yeah, yeah that like makes sense. bachelor type. That's age. fair. That's a fair assumption. I don't. We don't. We shouldn't crucify Sean over us. <laughs> Saying the women were under the age of thirty. Um, Elizabeth is down. PHNX viewing party. Let's go. <laughs> Bad girls gone club. Gone God club. I'm so. What down. just happened there? What Are did you, you just okay? say? You, no, Mac. You were like glob 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 glob. I couldn't speak. Bad girls gone God club. Let's freaking go. Say that five times party. fast. Yeah, say that. Jeez. <laughs> Oh my God, I'm down. I, I'm, I'm glad everybody is okay. But if you're listening to this, please do not go hiking right now in the middle of the day when it's summer and 100 degrees plus outside and not bring water. Just don't do it. Please, for the love of God, do not do that. Hey, Sean, can you do us a favor real quick? Can What's you up? look up what the odds are? Who has the greatest odds on DraftKings right now to get DeAndre Aiden? Yes, I can. One second. I know we looked that up last week and I'm. Really I know it's cur- moved. 
Okay. It for I sure figured moved. it's moved. Because last week we talked about it. The Suns were still the favorites to have mm-hmm. DeAndre Ayton. I keep wanting to say Hopkins. My goodness. To have DeAndre Ayton um, t- next year, I'm like more than sure that that it definitely can't be the case now. You um, right now, the Suns are still the favorites at plus 120. Really? Um, Detroit is at plus 175, and then it drops off pretty significantly. Indiana's plus 800. Indiana, who drafted Ben Matherin, so he could reunite with a, well, not reunite, but play with a fellow um, Arizona grad. Um, and then the Spurs at plus 900, Charlotte at 100, Hawks at, or Charlotte at 1,000, Hawks at 1,200, and Christian Coloco's Toronto Raptors at plus 2,000. Interesting. I know some people were freaking out yesterday during the draft because um, of who the Pistons took with their two picks in the first round. And then also they were thinking that maybe with those two picks and if you add Kemba Walker into that, they were stocking up to get DeAndre Ayton and to sweeten the deal for Phoenix. But then something happened with Kemba where they are prepared to like let him walk. So that kind of like dispelled those feelings. But um, I'm I'm glad Phoenix is still the favorites. I, in my opinion, I definitely want DA to come back. So if I'm a betting girl, which I am because I use a DraftKings Sportsbook app, I'm putting my money on DA coming back to Phoenix because I am willing it into existence. Um, and I'm putting my money where my mouth is. But you know what else you can bet on on the DraftKings Sportsbook app? The Colorado Avalanche! Go as go. I'm so excited. If you know me, you know I'm from Colorado. And um, I might cry tears of joy tonight because tonight it's game five. The Avs have a three to two lead in the Stanley Cup final. And oh my God, if I get to see the Avs win in the Stanley Cup, I'm going to cry tears. So if you go over to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, make sure you download it. Uh, They are the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Use promo code PHNX. New customers can bet $5 on either NHL team to win their game. Bet on the abs, bet on the abs, bet on the abs. Um, You'll get $100 in free bets no matter what. The code is PHNX at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, the official sports betting partner of the Stanley Cup. Final must be 21 or older, Arizona only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit required, restrictions apply, see show notes for details. I'm telling you right now, put that $5 on the Colorado Avalanche to win game five because it's over tonight. The Avs, they're going to keep the Stanley Cup in the building in Colorado. They're going to win on home ice. They're going to send the lightning packing, and I'm so freaking excited. Hey, Go Avs. Mackie, what are you doing tonight? Um, I don't have any plans. You want to go to Four Peaks and uh, watch the game? Yeah. Oh. Let's, Let's send it. it. Okay, Friday night plan. <laughs> I'm going to put my money on the abs to win the Stanley Cup tonight. And we're going to go to Four Peaks Brewery in Tempe and watch the abs win. And I'm stoked. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. I love that for us. All right. <laughs> uh, let's get into it. Oh, wait. Elizabeth said I can only be happy about the abs winning because I want Max to be happy. Oh, thank you. I love you. Everybody root for the abs tonight, please. <laughs> And also, if the Avs win, like Charles said, yes. uh, the Yotes get a third round pick in 2024. It's important so. for the Avs to win. Helps to it helps the Coyotes. So right, go Coyotes go. Phone fans, we're rooting for the Avs too. Go Avs, go. All Ooh. right, let's get into our temperature check. We got some temperature check to do. up on the stage with Adam Silver last night. Oh my god. Everything. There wasn't a single outfit that I was like, oh dude, you missed the mark on this, which is kind of like giving away my thoughts on the segment. (laughs) I'm just going to give everyone props up front because like everybody was really, really well dressed. Yeah, they killed it. I think 
basketball players have better style than football players, at least this draft. I loved the NBA draft uh, people's outfits more than the NFL draft candidates' outfits. So, All right, let's take a look at some of them, starting with the number one overall pick by the Orlando Magic, Harley oh, Caro. I have thoughts. <laughs> the color, immaculate. The shoes, immaculate. Is it polka dots or is it jewels? I kind of think they're jewels. Okay. Yeah, they're like little diamonds or crystal. I don't know if they say anything or if there's a specific design, but there's like little crystals or something that are embroidered into the It's giving the suit. me very much Prince vibes. Um, I don't know if that's what he was going for, but that's what I'm getting. I'm down with the sparkly shoes. I love the shoes. The shoes are hot. Big fan. Glitterfied, <laughs> like Jose also, said. We're gonna see a theme, and I guess like it's not like a shocker at all. But dudes had some ice. Yeah, and every single guy had like a huge piece of jewelry on, like diamond jewelry on their neck. I I don't know if this is true, but do they like get like they like rent pieces or yeah. like they're just for like draft night, right? Yeah, like, you can. Yeah, well, sometimes some they of own them. them. Yeah, because like if you remember from the NFL draft, Sauce Gardner had like very specific like a hot sauce yes. bottle and something that yeah. said sauce. You can't rent that. Like that's you made that for you. Well, maybe somebody gave it to him. Yeah, true. I think in today's day and age, these kids are coming out with a little bit more money than they used to have, so <laughs> they can Just get custom things. Well, like, shoot, it's like put it on a credit card. I'm about to be rich. Yeah, yeah I'll well, that too. Off next month. But like Johnny Davis, for example, he's not one of the guys that we have today, but he he's been in Taco Bell commercials leading up to the draft. So like so these guys are getting paid before, especially a guy that's going to go number one. They're getting paid before the draft, yeah. so they have a little bit of money in their pocket beforehand. I think the fit, uh, the color, and the shoes are hot. The glitterified part, I'm not too crazy about. I'm going to so, go cold. I'm going to go ahead and just give him a cold, but just because I think he somewhat missed the mark, but he wasn't far off. See, in, in this sense, you could say that cold is a good thing. Like, ah, that's just cold. Um, but I don't, I don't really like it, to be honest. I like the color, that's but... That's not how the segment works. No, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. But I, I'm not crazy about the... The shoes look very, like... 2010 middle school girl-esque um, yes. not crazy about those yes. i don't think the suit fits him very well and i'm not a huge fan of like the double double button like overlap thing okay oh, so, i think the suit i like the fit yeah i do i mm. like the suit too and i love i love 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 the color but mm. the color is definitely the best part i'm a huge purple guy okay. love the purple if you're in the comments play along with us tell us if you think an outfit is hot or cold hot being good obviously cold being bleh um who's our next guy Benedict Mathrin. <gasps> Arizona the man. Of Arizona. I'm obsessed. Obsessed. I love it. I love it so much. The color, the style, the fit, the I think there's a pattern on it, right? It's kind of hard to see. Yeah, the pattern, all of it. Obsessed. The I hot. I think he nailed it. I did think I made sure that we worked in a photo of him on the red carpet before the draft or like heading into it. He had like this axe body bag thing across him. And that's how like, they afford the chains. Yeah, exactly. And it's what? Just, I just... That's how they afford the chains. He's oh, wearing an yeah. Axe body bag before. I just yeah. thought it was really funny that this is how things work, that he's, like, taking pictures. Like, oh, all you have to do, all you have to do is just put the bag <laughs> on. It'll say Axe. Just make sure you pose for a few photos. Yeah, like, you know... It's got the bottle peeking out. It's, like, it's just funny what has become... I mean, because how many years ago would you have seen something like that like okay just pose for photos like as you're walking into the draft with our product and like you know you'll get paid for it 
Yeah, it's so true. It's crazy how much has changed. Like, I think we're going to see this continue to evolve with like um, NIL athletes coming up, like because this was really the first year that NIL was in effect. So um, I'm excited. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be weird to see all this like ad type sponsorship type influencer stuff happening when it with like the athletes. But um, I mean, hey, get your bag, do what you got to do. I'm sure that suit costs a pretty penny. So <laughs> the suit and the chain are sponsored by Axe Body Spray. Yeah, if you go back like 20 <laughs> years ago, guys are wearing suits that you could get at like a JC Penny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So now, now definitely the money's changed a little bit. So I, crazy. I really like this suit, but he's wearing, I don't know if you noticed it, he's wearing a bow tie and I'm a big bow tie guy, but it's a fake bow tie and I can tie my own bow tie. So I don't respect Ooh, people that wear fake bow tie because it's too perfect and it's too small. Fake bow ties are always like perfectly tied and they're a little too tiny for the neck. I don't really like it. Take away the bow tie. I'm a huge fan of like the, it's very, not that this is a, a positive thing, but it's very like, uh, what's uh, the Playboy guy? Now I'm forgetting his name. Like the Hugh Hefner? Hugh Hefner-esque. Like the pattern uh, on it is very Hugh Hefner-esque. Ooh, now yeah. I can't um, unsee yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, but no, I, I can't unsee it. I just love the the red on black. I think that's a very good look. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lojo PH, PH, PHX, geez, if I could speak, said Adam Silver pants look so baggy next to that outfit. Drag him. Drag Adam Silver. <laughs> I like Adam Silver. <laughs> no, I do too. His his fit is not comparable to the other fits, though. That's for sure. Uh, it's okay because it's not about him, though. It's not. It's not Jeremy his night. Jeremy Sohan out of Baylor. He's got a. I okay. I this is my favorite color in the whole world, so I'm biased. Light purple. Yeah, lilac, lilac, oh, light lilac. purple, whatever. Oh my god, obsessed. I, that is my favorite color. So automatically, this is a hop for me because. Um, the color is just it. It's such a good color. I'm so obsessed. And um, that is a very large man. He looks very tall next to Adam Silver. But yeah, big fan of the color. It's my favorite. I would agree. I think uh, I like the... Not that you would have like a purple like jacket and like another color pants or anything that like that. But I feel like it's a trend to just have like all purple, all red, all whatever. Mm, and mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm here for that. I also like the black yeah. shirt underneath. Like, Me too. That touch is really nice. Yeah, it matches the shoes. Oh, big fan. That's yeah, a hot well for done. me. I like this one. Uh, The chain's a lot more simple here. It's got just a little star, a little cute little star. And I don't think he's wearing a tie. So this is a little different. Oh, no tie? Again, I'm not sure. that I feel like the suit doesn't fit him very well, but he probably, you know, he just stood up and is walking, so it's not... But uh, the pants. I don't understand anymore, like how a suit really is even supposed to fit. I, I mean, who even knows at this point? I think Ben's suit, or excuse me, Benedict, because he doesn't like the name Ben, um, <laughs> fit fit him Benedict. perfectly. All right, let's take a look at Tari Eason out of LSU. Bright green, uh, like Christmas green. I, I the color is very trendy right now. I will say it is on trend. That color I've seen everywhere especially in the summer yeah like girls too yes girls are obsessing over this color right now i don't know i don't know it's not really doing it for me i don't know why i think this suit kind of looks like it fits weird like here we go again i mean what i don't even know what it's supposed to look like it looks fine to me yeah it's giving highlighter like reflector like neon street reflector no it's a cold for me i like it and i also like his shoes the high top like deal going on i i i like it 
Yeah, I agree with Josh. The breast part is too open. I don't like that either. I no, don't... it's not open. It's black. Oh, yeah, so okay. He's got okay. a black shirt underneath, and then the uh, like the crease on both sides. Got it. What got it. Got it. Got that? it. They're, they're lapels. The lapels. The lapels are black. <laughs> um, yeah, I hate that. I, well, I hate the shoes. The shoes yeah. are really. I don't like yeah, them either. Because I'm a fan of wearing sneakers with suits, but those just look like like they're like knockoff chuck taylor's with no laces on them like they look like walmart shoes which is like not yeah, a bad thing but have those shoes in a different color i mean i'm sure they look good <laughs> on you but i don't like them in this fit and also what's going on with the the collar here like he's wearing like a button-up turtleneck like there's no tie there or anything well, that's the problem that's the problem because the the it, the he has the turtleneck and then also the lapels are black so it makes everything up top look a little weird Kind and also, he together. was drafted by the Rockets and was wearing Boston Celtics green, so it's a little <laughs> that's a little weird too. Yeah, yeah, but it's just the trend. Um, all right, let's move on. Malachi Branham out of Ohio State. Whoop! I like this. This is totally, classic. I love it. Yeah, it looks really good. I love the pattern on the jacket. And he was drafted by the Spurs, so you're talking about a guy who was drafted, but it looks like he's was drafted by the, by the Celtics. Team. Like this guy yeah. was actually drafted by the Spurs and is wearing Spurs color. I wonder if he knew. <laughs> he had like an idea i love it i love that suit so much i also love the black on black like underneath combo um all of three of us are actually wearing black on black today so he fits in with our vibe and for that reason alone it gets a hot for me <laughs> it's he's meant to be you know this is another one i like it i don't like the dolce gabbana belt i'm not a fan of like lettered a belt buckle that's like letters like that and i don't know i think he could have gone without the tie in this situation to be honest but the the jacket if we're looking at just the jacket, very, very nice. Yeah, which it intentionally, my eyes just go straight to the jacket. Yeah, so it's such a good jacket. Yeah. I'm obsessed. Good job, kid. All right, we have one more. Shade and Sharp out of Kentucky. <laughs> Sean's struggling over there. My favorite. Oh my gosh, this is my favorite. If I was a guy, really? that's what I would wear. That's what I would wear. And he's wearing a real bow tie. It's a real bow tie. You can see it's a little sloppy. It's nice and big. He's got the the chain right under it. Black on black on black with the nice shoes. This is the best fit. I agree. The best, the best fit, fit of the night. Well, Ben Ben gives it a run for the money. But is the jacket a material or is it just like a classic black suit? There's a little pattern on it, but it's nothing like out there. It's just like a little like like almost like a squiggle. I don't know. And I like the little snake pin he's got on the lapel. This is just this is money i me. also love the loafer look yes the the, yeah. the studded loafer with the no socks is just dang such like that money. dude is has style thousand percent i don't know why but it's underwhelming to me no <laughs> it's very classic i don't hate it like i hated the green one but bleh, it's just bleh it's like meh for me i don't know Fun fact, he looks so sharp shane and sharp was the number one recruit coming out of high school and then did not play a single game last year at kentucky um because he was hurt i believe so yeah that's crazy that is wild um speaking of things that are wild congrats to the university of arizona i can't believe i'm about to say this i'm gonna throw up <laughs> uh congrats to the university of arizona for having three picks two in the first one in the second go in the NBA draft last night. Obviously, they had Benedict Matherin, Dalen Terry, and Christian Coloco all go, which is crazy. Um, there's kind of a crazy stat that makes me want to die. Yeah, <laughs> That's an Saul, Saul brought us brought this stat to our attention. Arizona Ugh. has had as many players taken in the first 33 picks of the 2022 NBA draft as ASU has had in the last 13 
drafts. <laughs> and to make matters worse, um, they're both Steve Kerr and Andre Iguodala, who are on the Warriors, are both from University of Arizona. So they've been having quite the couple of quite the months in basketball. But all three of us are ASU alums, so I just got to point that out now. But none of them are as good as James Harden. <laughs> Sean's gonna die on that hill that none of those guys are as good as uh, James it's Harden. A fact. ASU, get it together. Get it all the way together. What are we doing? Oh, <laughs> it makes what do you my heart even sad. Say to that? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm happy for the kids from U of A. Obviously, they're great kids. I got to cover them at the Pac-12 tournament, and they were nothing but awesome human beings. So I'm really happy for them. But goodness gracious, how is that disparity so large for the two biggest schools in Arizona? Like, ouch. Ouch, ouch, ouch. We could focus on the fact that there were three Phoenicians drafted in the first round. I forget who one of them is, but uh, Dale and Terry and Ty Ty Washington. Yes. And then yes. one other Ty-Ty. were all, yes. uh, which is, oh, by the way, great name, Ty Ty. Love Ty-Ty. that. Shout out um, to Phoenix. Did you see Dalen had like this big um, draft party in Scottsdale at like Lolo's Chicken and Waffles or something like that? Yeah, it was w- awesome. If you were a top recruit, would you want to be in the green room there and get to go up on stage and yes. shake the commissioner's hand or would you want to be around family and no. stuff like no. that? I would want to be in the green room. You, I would want to be on national you TV. You only like... get that opportunity. No, I totally, I would, I would totally choose that experience. Because the green room? The, yeah, like being yeah. at the draft. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I would totally do that. I mean, unless like... Um, it's tough though, because if you if if you are really really close to like your family and friends, and they're not going to get to experience that with you, it that would be some. I mean, like I get it, like that's really what it's about. But I feel like you're only going to get drafted once, and there's definitely other occasions that you're going to be able to spend. I mean, you could also have like a party right when you get back. I mean, shoot, you could probably fly back that night, and there'd be like something, or the next day, or like whatever, and where you're still able to be with your family. But I mean, I I have like a ton of respect for any guy that's like, no, I'd rather not go. I This is really important to me and my family, and I'd really like to be with my family and friends. Like, all the respect. Yeah, I definitely would rather be in a green room, like having the experience of like, putting the team's hat on your head, like going on stage, shaking Adam Silver's hand, like the interview, like just the whole thing I think would be so cool. And you can bring, like you can bring, I think a couple family members with you. Um, so I would definitely want that experience. I would not want to do a draft party here, but yeah, I will say like two things. First, Isaiah Mobley got drafted yesterday. Um, and obviously his brother plays for the Cavs and he ended up getting drafted to the Cavs too. That's cool. So that's kind of cool. Like he was around his whole family. I don't know if you saw the video, but they immediately had like shots ready. So they're all taking shots as soon as his name got called. Um, and then also I believe Casey Jacobson was on the Suns draft show last night and he had a cool story where he said that he really wanted to be with his family um, just at home and stuff like that. But they kind of encouraged him to be there um, and stuff like that. And he said that his mom had cancer and that the picture that he took with her and the commissioner and stuff like that was like the last picture that they had oh. together. Um, yeah. And so like that, like kind of like you're saying, that's one of those things where it's, it's you'll never get another chance to have that experience. Um, so I, I agree with you. I think I would, I would really, unless you're doing something really cool, like in the community and stuff like that, like I would want to be there to put the hat on and, and meet the commissioner and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I agree. Josh in the comments saying, Mac, when will someone wear cowboy boots to draft? I don't know. But as soon as they do, they automatically win because uh, cowboy boots are the best footwear option that you could possibly pick. And if somebody can make an outfit that pulls off cowboy boots, I'm going to cry because that's going to be so sick. <laughs> I feel like it would be somebody that would have like some sort of like 
cutoff shorts suit with the boots. That would be, I'm down. I'm so down. <laughs> automatic winner. If you wear cowboy boots to draft, you're automatically my favorite person. <laughs> um, also, I did want to point out somebody saying the uh, Jenner curse is officially over. I kind of think that it is because there are no like Kardashian slash Jenners that are actively dating anybody in the NBA right now. It's all they're all over. All the relationships are with non NBA players. So, I mean, unless Devin Booker all of a sudden tanks this season, which, oh, shit, knock on wood. That what doesn't are you happen. Ah, I'm sorry, take it back. Um, I think the curse is over. So, congratulations to uh, the NBA for finally breaking the Kardashian Jenner curse. And if it does happen at this point, it's Michaela's fault. Um, yeah. So now I have a lot of anxiety for putting that into the universe, and I need to chill out. So I'm gonna go eat some OGs, and I highly recommend that you all do the same because OGs gummies are delicious. They are my absolute favorite thing in the whole world. They have great sativa and indica options. Uh, they also have microdose options. Options. They have a wide variety of flavors that are so delicious. The orange creamsicle by far and away is my favorite, but they just launched their first ever limited edition seasonal flavor. It's pina colada, a perfect pineapple and creamy coconut blend that is perfect for those summer road trips and pool parties. I've had it. I've tried it. Oh my God. It's so good. When I tell you it's perfect for summertime, I really genuinely mean it. Speaking of pool parties, OGs is also taking over the Maya Day Club in Scottsdale this month on June 25th. Be sure to say what's up to us. Some of our PHNX crew will be at the Maya Day day club pool party it's gonna be really fun that is tomorrow that is saturday so if you don't have plans coming out to maya come say hi to us we will be partying with the ogs peeps and uh, having a great time at maya that's gonna be fun pool but party. uh yeah it's perfect time i would rather be at a pool party in the middle of the day instead of hiking camelback mountain without water so you know choices that um, gives me major <laughs> like throwback college vibes oh maya. for sure i went to maya all the time when i was in school but uh check out ogs online at ogsbrands.com and on instagram at OG's Brands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary. Must be 21 years or older to purchase. Yay. Cool. <laughs> Love OG's. Is it time to leave yet? Is it time to head over to Four Peaks? I think so. <laughs> I need to like get mentally prepared. I need to do some meditation. I need to do my pregame ritual. I need to make sure that like my mindset is right for this game right now. Like I need to manifest all of the winning vibes that I can possibly manifest for this abs game because good Lord almighty, please Praying to the hockey gods, let the abs win tonight on home ice in front of their home crowd. I will cry. Please, please, hockey gods, let the avalanche win. I'm tired of the lightning. <laughs> Let's go to Four Peaks. All right. Go abs, go. Everybody have a great weekend. Bye. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 